something. <laughs> yeah, I turned on their YouTube channel and I, I, I got immediately overwhelmed because like each video is like four hours long. Yeah, it's like a full on in the full on sessions, and I was just like, man, I cannot. Yeah, it always I kept just... me away from that whole thing. It's like I can't, I can't even keep, I can't catch up if I get behind. Like, right. <laughs> no, yep. like if, if when they start a new campaign, I might jump in then. Right. Even then, you miss one week or four hours. Binge four hour episodes or something. Nah, there's, I, I can't do it. That's not. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like it's like you're saying you're trying to go watch Batman. You're like, when can I cut three hours out of my week? Right. To go watch Batman. It's, it's, it's a. Like, it's a dedication it's not gonna happen <laughs> it's, it's one thing to have it in the background while you're doing something else like that can happen like i can yeah. do that it's just that's a lot oh a lot of shit this week and we're gonna get into that in just a few moments everybody Thank we're live you. we'll catch you soon <laughs> huh? everybody welcome to another three geeks podcast uh we are here we are live we are happy to be joining you guys i'm trying something new with my face that i haven't done in a long time which is uh i'm rocking the goatee for the first time and probably two or three since philip left philip and i used to do it all the time yeah we've switched you you're rocking goatee i'm going full beard now so it's like nice. almost yeah i mean bald and goatee name a more iconic duo you know what i mean yeah. like, it's like, it yeah, goes well together heisenberg like, is one of my heroes i just want to point that out there. Well, you need the you need the hat now i do need the hat absolutely need the hat we have a lot to talk about i have watched a lot of tv this week and one of them was a pleasant surprise for me that i actually enjoyed it uh yeah we're we are back into getting into the con circuit and um we need your help if you guys have two seconds, jump in the uh, ratings on iTunes, leave us a quick review, rate us, jump on YouTube, hit a quick like, subscribe. It takes two seconds out of your life and uh, really helps us out a lot. And cue the pictures of sad puppies and Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> in the arms of and an action. angel. And uh, yeah, yeah, cue, the, uh, cue the, the African children with flies on their eyeballs. It's just me crying for 30 <laughs> seconds. Just like, please, 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 please help I just need to subscribe. Just a dollar. You can send us to the Columbus Con. <laughs> for just a dollar a month. You can send you can get Jason Beard Cream. Before we get into the topics, we have a lot to talk about. We're getting a Batman prequel starring the Riddler. We got a Gremlins animated prequel series coming. We have Christopher Lloyd joining the Mandalorian universe, and Mike Myers is back, and I was ecstatic when I found that out, because Mike Myers is one of my favorite comedians. Like, he's one of those guys to me that you wouldn't think is funny, and then you watch his movies, and then you just laugh a lot, and 
I'm glad that he's back. He's doing a television show for Netflix. So we'll see how that goes. Scott, welcome. What's up? Better late than never, I guess. <laughs> so this is actually way less late than I usually am. So yeah, this is quite he's that wrong. He's that wrong. Quite early. <laughs> he time traveled much like Picard, I think. You know. <laughs> Haven't been watching, so I don't know. <laughs> I just I'm figured I, I figured I'd throw Star Trek out there just to get you mad right off the bat, Scott. Uh, I'm going to keep today's podcast positive, so I'm going to try not to mention Star Trek. <laughs> the cat shows his displeasure. Yeah, He's like, come on, bro. But um, I, I finally watched Peacemaker and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, and after I finished Peacemaker, I'm like, I need something new to watch. So I was on Peacock, and I'm like. I'm going to check out Bel Air. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't really heard anything except for that George really liked it. And I start watching it. And I fucking love this show. It's only eight episodes. Uh, I was As I was watching it, I was like, I wish they had called this anything but Bel Air. And then as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, well, if they didn't use the name recognition, would this show get on the air? Would they make a drama about blacks living in you know, a richer white? And I love the way that they're handling the show. I love the fact that Jeffrey is like the um philip banks is like job man like he gets it done like if philip banks needs something to disappear jeffrey is there to make sure it disappears i love that element like he's more of a manager of the house but really he's like his um strong man his bodyguard and uh yeah it's fantastic the guy who plays will I, it does bother me that they that his name is will smith in this because Fresh Prince is obviously not based on a real person, and Jazzy Jeff is also a live character in this show, but neither one is based on the person prior, so that bugs me a little bit every time they call him Will Smith and the fact that he looks like Will Smith. They're the dark, uh, Nolanized versions of Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff. (laughs) Yes. So this is like the... uh... Like how they imagine themselves, you know. So like, I'm not gonna. This is like Will Smith. Like, you know, it, it, if I could, it, it's sort of like the same thing as um, Elton John's bio, biopic, Rocket Man. Yeah, like you know, like this, this is how Elton John remembers the shit happening. Like everybody's in the song. There's a bunch of colorful outfits. Like that's how he remembers it. <laughs> that's a powerful drug, my friend. <laughs> But um, I, like I said, I really like the show. I like the issues it touches on. I'm not going to get into the issues now, but I'm going to give you a reference to some of the stuff they tackle. Max and I are going to talk about it on podcast lips now. But there's a scene where Will goes into the gym, and Carlton and his white buddy, and his white buddy's screaming the N-word. He's, you know, rapping to songs that everybody loves, rap music. And then Will and Carlton get in an argument, like, your boy needs to stop. That's not his word to use. And Carlton, you know, does the argument, well, you know, billions of rappers sell this word to white kids everywhere. Like, why why can't they say it if the rappers are putting it out there for them to say? And it sparks an interesting conversation. And because um, obviously they're from two different sides of the I just I really like the show. I'm surprised I really like the show, but I really do. It gives me a look into another side of the world that I'm not privy to in a lot of ways. And I and Aunt Viv, man. I love Aunt Viv in this. I think she is beautiful. Um, 100%. I'm Team Aunt Viv. Jason's but, uh, got a Jones for Aunt Viv. Like, he, 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 Jason's like a teenager, you know, like, like, like hitting puberty all over again. It's like, <laughs> uh, I'm feeling some emotions right now. I don't really understand what they are. My goatee is tingling. But, you know, the fact that it's, it's a remake of The Fresh Prince, if 
if you're into like dramatic television, this is one of the best out there right now, and I highly recommend checking it out. The the actor who plays uh, Carlton is a standout, um, and um, Philip Banks is also a standout. Um, so definitely check it out because it's a lot to live up to, James Avery, and you know they're doing it different. It, it's different. They're not all. So yeah, just check it out. Get over the fact that it's a Fresh Prince remake and uh, see how the other side lives. Scott's shaking his head at me. Did you watch Bel Air? No, I just hate the idea of it. <laughs> like I just, I just don't like. You know what? You're saying like it's good, and maybe it is like as its own thing. But I just didn't think that the Fresh Prince needed a dark, gritty reboot. Yeah, but would it have gotten made if it wasn't? A Fresh and that, and that's a. I guess that's a problem with. That's Hollywood. the business side of it. Yeah. Is that you got to attach a, a brand name to it in order for anyone to like pay attention to it. I'm just mad about the fact that I would need to sign up for Peacock to do it. So I'll find another way to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm curious what other people think. Because I told Max, I said, honestly, I don't know if it's the expectations I took into this show with me as being super low. And that's why it's like blowing my mind. But I, like I said, I genuinely loved it. I watched The Cleaning Lady this week. I binged that. I'm watching The Dropout. I'm almost done with that. Um, I thought you said, like, I thought she meant, like, you have a cleaning lady. It's like, I watch, I watch The Cleaning Lady do her thing. Uh, I watch, like, my, I, I get, I get uh, stuck watching some shows because I, you know, I uh, help my dad, um, you know, I'm an aide for my dad, uh, throughout the week, and he watches just, like, all of the terrible television. Um, <laughs> So in the cleaning lady, I've seen a couple episodes of. Uh, I, I don't. I can't get behind that one. I. I. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm not digging it. I, I don't. I don't see why that needs to. It, is. Uh, is your dad heard about Mari being canceled? Is. Is. Mari got canceled. Yeah, man. <laughs> Holy shit! Like officially, no. or is he just retiring? I heard. Either way, I don't know. Yeah. Either way, it's not happening. Hmm. Yeah. No, I had not heard about that, but we've been we've been off Maury. Um my he watches um Hot Bench and uh and um I call her Judge Busybody, a fraternity court with, with Judge Busybody. Uh, <laughs> that's what's playing at my local like cheesesteak place when I'm waiting for my sandwich to get made. Yeah. Like I just sit there for ten minutes and exactly. just watch. <laughs> exactly. That's 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 the, 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 the audience the show should have. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm stuck here. It's on. <laughs> that was always a sick day for kids. Like, it's on the it's on the TV. Yeah. It's like, all right. That's a that's a good point, Jesse. But they'll catch they'll catch wise to me if I try to do that for every show. <laughs> you just keep alternating credit cards. There's only so many burner accounts I can create. <laughs> yeah, the thing that Maxis didn't like the cleaning lady. The thing I liked about the I like about the cleaning lady is its serialization format. And I, I don't know. I'm digging the show. It's better than most of CBS's programming. Is it CBS? I, no, it's Fox. <laughs> you just take a shot at CBS for no reason. It's, like, it's, it's better than most CBS stuff. It's a little too much. You know, it's like she's, she's a mom with the kid. And the kid's got like a rare fucking disease. And so like she starts, she ends up in the situation where she's got to clean up something for this mobster. And, you know, like does a really, really good like Dexter style job cleaning it up. And uh, and then she's like, okay, I'm done. Like, but then you know, like the kid gets sick again, and she needs money, and and like they don't care how this kid's getting paid for. But like the FBI is already on to her by like the second episode. This it's also sounds kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I know you're saying all this is like That's negatives it. to it, but it's actually selling me on it, Max. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, go check it out if you like it. Like, I, I'm trying not to hate on people for liking things that I don't like, like because I mean, hey, like we all got different. Uh, 
you know, different mindsets or whatever. But like, I just think it's too much. Like, it's just in one for one person. Like, no, no, that's just way too much. I want to preface this. Like, if I didn't have the time to watch TV, I probably wouldn't have stumbled across the cleaning lady. But I watch a lot of TV, so be sure to buy. But um. I want to apologize for my lack of social media. I've been focused on a promotion at work, so I haven't been focused on the three geeks. How dare you? Uh, How dare media, you? But I'll be back bills. on that this week. I promise. It'll be fantastic. It's fucking bullshit, Jason. You're dropping the ball. Okay? I'm trying to like, save up money so I can drop a lot of money. We, we all got together time. and brought you here to have this intervention because we feel like... <laughs> You're not doing enough. Yeah, for Three Geeks Podcast, okay? <laughs> Even though we've yet to make a dollar doing this podcast. <laughs> well, we've made $52, but I guess... <laughs> No, no, no. There's no profit. We always spend more than we make. No, no, no. no, no. There's, That's there's a no one, one day to con. No profit, but the money has come in. We've had no, but money. It doesn't come count in. if we're spending it on the podcast. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. We do get free con. Either way. <laughs> Everyone Either deserves way, yeah. a week get off. Get your shit together. All right. That, like, I think we can all fucking agree that you need to step it up. You need to get us more free vodka. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I'm definitely out of. And don't drink it all this time, Max. Well, that's a free uh, Delta Eight. How are those, Max? I I wouldn't know. They were uh, stolen by my stepdaughter. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll Get give wrecked. you a couple because I still have two bags of it here that they. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I'm I, afraid. I still need to swing by your house. I'm wondering if everything's gone bad that you're going to give me. <laughs> I, can't, I can't find a day that I can like feel good about taking a delta eight without thinking of something i have to do later yeah it is like it, 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 for me like i uh in in my uh freaking drug and alcohol consumption i i try to wait until i have no more adult things to do in the day before that i, I the right way to go about that <laughs> so uh, i understand that like some days it just doesn't happen you know like i'd rather just go to sleep yeah <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's kind of the way it goes sometimes. The wind down overtakes you. <laughs> oh, I don't need you to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jesse, I have one week before I become a supervisor, so I will. we can make that happen sometime this week. Fantastic idea. Hey, hey, insider trading, come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> It's legal. Delta eights are legal, everybody. So just calm okay. down. Let's relax. Does it depend on the state you live in? <laughs> right. Did anybody watch Turning Red besides Scott? Because I didn't get fine. I've heard good things, but I've not watched it. Uh, I have also not watched it. It's funny though because like I was really excited for this movie to come out because I fucking love red pandas. They are the the cutest animal to me. Like if I if I could have a red panda, I would die happy. But um, no, I haven't watched it yet. Um, I, I started it and then like fucking something came up and I had to stop. Yep, that's pretty much how life works. So I told right. Scott I'd watch it this week. Dan said he'd watch it. Dan's not here. I didn't get the time. Scott, tell us about I'm in semi-protest of watching this movie because they do <laughs> make a joke about menstruation and I, I can't deal with it. Like, what about my children? Okay? Like, I, do I have to explain <laughs> how females' bodies work to my children? Yes. Like, <laughs> bullshit. That's not, the issue, That's not the issue. The issue is parents having to talk to their kids about anything. We yeah. don't want that. 
You know, especially, especially look, because we all know that females are second class citizens. Okay, so like, for... <laughs> this this movie was designed for you to step up your game, Max. <laughs> Lots of Max are strictly so, those of Max Andrews, and not of those of the three. So the top I'm five female to... leads day. Yeah. yeah, on Women's History Month. Good job. Bravo, Max. Yeah, so if you guys were thinking at home, like, I'm going to hear five guys talk about menstruation. Oh, Just my God. To, uh, How embarrassing. How embarrassing were you? And like, what, do you, what are all those things the mom is stacking up in the bathroom? I don't understand the joke. You're like, oh, those are, those are pads to, to soak up all the, 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 the stuff. Do you like being alive? Yeah. It's, it's, it's terrible. That, this movie is terrible. I'm boycotting it. Well, I think it's funny because it, it's supposed to be like an analogy for like you know coming of age and your body's changing and stuff like that. So it, it's when they just come right out and like, oh, did you start your period? And they like handle that well, but then it's like, no, I'm a giant red panda, and they handle that poorly. <laughs> it, like the analogy of it kind of goes out the window, and it seems to be less of an analogy about that. No, I'm a giant red panda. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm assuming it's handled with a little bit more gravitas than, nah, just a giant panda. Yeah, yeah you're right. But it, when yeah. she's like, before she's everyone like, oh, are you okay? And she just goes back to school and everything's fine. She's like, um, yeah, my daughter has giant pandaism. And if you make, make fun of her, then you are a bad person. Yeah, I'm not an animal. <laughs> hey, Scott, um, before we get into like the controversy, tell yeah. us what you thought of the movie. Because I've been hearing good things. It's 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 fine. I don't think it's one of Pixar's stronger movies. Um, it felt a little bit more like just you know like the Disney animated movies, because mm-hmm. um, Pixar usually has like some kind of like uber creative like hook, and like a little girl turning into a panda because of like an ancient like curse. It's not really a curse, but anyway, like I don't know. It felt just more like a your bog standard like Disney three act structure kind of thing. Um, and felt a little less Pixar than most Pixar movies, if that makes sense. Not that it's bad, but like but watching no, it, I was like, if if you told me, if you did not tell me this was a Pixar movie, I would have thought it was just like, you know, Disney's normal animated studio making this. Yeah, that's if, fair. if that it's makes like, sense. When I watch Wreck It Ralph, which is a Disney animated movie, I feel like I'm watching a Pixar movie. So I can see that. It happens sometimes. I haven't seen Luca yet. Um, I didn't watch that one. Um, oh yeah, that one it, completely passed me by. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. What was the Pixar movie that came out before Luca? Uh, was that Soul? No. Yes. I yeah, think it was. Soul. Right. Anyway, yeah, Soul was great. I, thought, I liked Soul a lot. I like Soul's Soul. Okay. You didn't like Soul? Yeah. It, again, it wasn't fantastic or anything. I feel no. like Pixar's been kind of like in a slump. Um, Inside Out was good, and I really liked Coco. But I like. Um, I liked Inside Out. I liked Toy Story 4. I thought it was really good. I liked the message in Toy Story 4. I still have not seen Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4 is a movie that I relate to. I don't know if a kid can relate to, you know, reaching middle age and you've done what you were meant (laughs) to do. And now you've got to move on to something else. Yeah, very much is like letting, like 3 and 4 are both kind of like letting go of your kids. And like acknowledging that they've grown up and they don't need you anymore. Or putting aside childish things, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, well, well like, you're talking about the slump a little bit. It's like, oh, well, it's almost as if there's some overreaching company that's editing the shit out of their movies. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't have like. Yeah, be careful, man. Today's podcast is brought to you by Disney. (laughs) (laughs) The mouse is coming for you. Mike gets replaced by a cartoon. (laughs) Yep. I get pixarized with the big eyes. But yeah, like, That's how they get rid of you. Like, they make you into like The first 10 minutes of Up, they haven't done that, you know, recently. Mm-hmm. Where you're just like, holy shit. Like, did I. Did, like, yeah, you tell a whole story, like a whole life and. A whole minutes, sad yeah. fucking yeah. story. Like, Pixar usually has some, like, deeply sad thing in, in the movie. You know, like, yeah. that was kind of their deal. Like, where there's, like, okay, here's how you deal with these things. And, uh,. Yeah, I agree. Like it's it's been kind of, you know, like they used to they used to throw haymakers and now they're just throwing jabs. Yeah, or they have deeper storylines. Like even The Incredibles is about a a man, you know, coming to the midlife crisis crisis and trying to reconnect with who he once was. Like there's always, but also like you know, it's it's it. Incredibles tells a lot of story, which I know what I think is incredible about The Incredibles is that like. You get a lot of perspectives, like, it's all, you know, about this whole family, you know, because, like, there's a lot of Mrs. Incredible in there where she's, like, you know, also going through this thing with, like, trying to pull her husband out of the slump and trying to keep the whole family together and all this stuff. And, you know, like, there's a lot of good storylines in there, you know, and just, just they, they handled it very well, you know, versus, you know, now it's, like, a more, a more, you know, it's like, okay, well, yeah, I'm a giant red panda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse says, as a kid, I can say teaching kids that medically yeah. is the way to get over the embarrassing part of it. it like, I feel at this point, it's like, you, gotta, you just got to destigmatize the whole yeah. idea of it. It's like, it's something that's going to happen to someone who's going to have that, you know, cycle take start to take place in their life. And it's just, it's a, it's a. No, every time my wife has a period, I freak out. <laughs> Well, because you live in like '80s sitcoms galore, so. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on? Oh, it's so gross. We got to get ourselves out of Al Bundy brain. That's what we got to do. That's the thing. It's like that's, just be that's, like. That's what I'm saying. Like, they handle the period aspect, like the like the literal, you know, girl yeah. starting her period. They handle that no problem. She rushes in. He's like, I got, I got your stuff. You know Red, what do you need? Yeah. Like I'm here for you. Sure. And when it and when it comes to the other thing, that's when she kind of. From what I, <laughs> which again, if you, yeah, which again, if you if you if they didn't have that and it was just an analogy for that, and it's like the parents dealing well, with it poorly and not addressing it sooner in her life, and like I thought I had more time to prepare, and then it just happens. Scott, correct me if I'm wrong about this, but because I, I haven't seen it yet, but from what I've gathered from people who have talked about it, like you have, and I've seen some people in my social media mentioned some themes is that it's actually about kind of like when parents take things a little too far and become overbearing or become yeah. kind of the most intrusive force on their kids. Yeah. I, I mean, so yeah, Jason, can I, can I go into controversy now? Can I yeah, go ahead. Into controversy <laughs> territory. So, so a lot of people were talking about how this movie is, it, it, there's, there's two big things that I read about online about controversy. They can't relate to it. And it, um, it's about disobeying your parents. And they, they say those two themes are, are bad. They're like, oh, I can't relate to this because I'm not a, a 13-year-old girl in Canada, which I thought was bullshit because yeah, as a, a white male who grew up in Ohio and has never lived anywhere else, I've heavily related to like her parents being very controlling and being very out of touch with her life. And even if they mean well, a lot of times, like they just completely miss the mark and then just end up embarrassing her and 
just like making things worse. And even though they're, you know, cause her whole thing is like, my daughter is perfect. And if my daughter does something bad, it's gotta be some external force. It's, it's something else's fault. It's not my daughter's fault. It's somebody else's fault. And I can very, very much relate to that where it's like, you know, what, who put you up to this? Who, you know, what's going on at school? Who are you hanging out with? You know, that's causing you to, to have all these problems and, you know, just getting through like, no, it's my fault. I was the one who did this. It was my idea to do X, Y, Z. You know, I think that theme is, is pretty center stage. And I, I don't understand why people are like, I can't relate to this. It's a bunch of little girls in eighth grade. Um, because they're Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's 100% because of Chinese. <laughs> yeah. I could never relate to this Chinese Canadian. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hey. <laughs> And also, it's, it seems like the, the when you start seeing that recurring talking point of, I can't relate to some kind of, like, you're not a real person. You're a bot. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah. you found nothing to relate in this at all? At all? <laughs> you know, like, like what? <laughs> Even, yeah. you, like, the friends who are trying to help out, you know, it's like, everyone, like, there's there's something in there for you. Like, like there's no... And there's, there's even a subplot where, like, the mom is super controlling and the dad is a little bit more, like, understanding... But sometimes he gets like kind of, you know, overruled. And, you know, when he tries to speak up and be like, you know, maybe we should, you know, trust our daughter or something. And it's like, no, you're, you know, you know, you have to agree with me on this. You know, I, I, that was very much a dynamic (laughs) with my parents where, you know, my dad would, you know, privately be kind of on my side, but publicly he had to back up my mom or else else it's just a huge fight that he doesn't want to, you know, deal with. So. Like, I don't understand the people who are like, I can't relate to this. I was like, there's, it feels a very general, like, coming of age story and like dealing with controlling parents. Right. And especially when it comes to the puberty aspect, when she's like, you know, starts to notice boys and have feelings and, you know, her sexuality starts to come out a little bit. And he's like, oh, that's disgusting. No boys, no whatever. Like, you know, growing up in a very Catholic household, that was very much a, you know, if you're not having sex, you know, only in marriage and for the purpose of children, like it's, yeah. it's sinful and wrong. You should be ashamed of these thoughts that you're having when you're 12 years old and your hormones are raging. It also, it also sounds like if they're expressing on like, I'm not, I can't relate to this. They are relating to it. They're just relating to the wrong aspect. They're relating to yeah. not the protagonist, mm-hmm. which <laughs> is a little telling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, it's like, I mean, what kind of, like, again, like, to say that there's nothing to relate to in the movie, in, in, in any movie, you know, it's like even there's some things you can relate to in the Fast and the Furious fucking movies, you know, like, like there's no. I've had Coronas. <laughs> right? I, I know what that's friends, like. I've had friends who I've considered family before. Like there's there's something you in grilled there, in like, front of your garage. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark, Mark tried to turn his old car into a spaceship before. I weightlift from time to time. I try to drive my car underneath semis every once in a while. <laughs> I lift loaves of bread every day. To yeah, no, I definitely, I, I definitely used to go out stealing DVD players from my friends. <laughs> I was about to go there too. <laughs> Man, that franchise has come so far. <laughs> I just realized that was the whole plot of the first movie. Yeah. Was like, oh, they're stealing AV equipment. <laughs> 
Jason, remember that one time we went down to Rio de Janeiro and, and stole that bank vault? Yeah, that? man, that was awesome. <laughs> God, was millions of dollars great. in property damage dragging yeah, us through the streets. Almost a billion. <laughs> we had international fucking police agencies after us. It was great. That's how we started the podcast, the launder the money. <laughs> the IRS will never suspect it. Oh, oh God! Yes, <laughs> these guys aren't up to anything. They only put like hundred dollars through the bank each month. <laughs> Jason, you're trying to get into conventions. <laughs> so, anyways, turning red, Scott. Do you recommend it? <laughs> I do, and and I think. If you know you're a you're a parent and you watch it and you get upset that parents are portrayed as fallible and real people who aren't necessarily the best part of their children's lives, um, then you took all the wrong messages away from it, and you need to be a better parent. And your kids definitely hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, man. Because you know when a parent is like, well, obviously something else is influencing you to do wrong. The reason they use that mentality is because if their kid is choosing to do these things, that means the parents need to look inward at themselves. And you know, parents, we don't want to do that. Yeah, and and there's definitely that through line of like the generational trauma, where it's like, you know, my mom was horrible to me, and I, you know, you don't mean to, but you're. <laughs> basically becoming your parents and you're making the same mistakes that your parents made with you with what, your own children what movie was it it had a it had a fucking short in the beginning of it with a raccoon and the mom's like a there's a little baby raccoon and a, and a mom raccoon and and they're like negotiating a, a part of the wilderness and like the mom's like hey don't move and the little baby's obviously just a little baby and, and gets into trouble and has anyone else seen this i, I can't no remember. sorry i think uh, that's one of your uh Wind down drug and alcohol induced no, yeah. visions. Like, Junior record. But, but it basically tells that story of the, of the toxic parenting where it's like, okay, fucking, like, the, the baby goes out, gets in trouble from a predator, the mom has to save her, and she's like, fucking, you know, she, she hits the little baby, like, I told you, don't move, this is what happens. And, and then it shows the baby as a grown up with her daughter. And she almost does the same thing, but she's then she's like, no, look, she takes her up a tree and says, look, there's a fucking alligator right there. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Versus hitting the kid. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, this is supposed to be growth from that. But, like, it's, uh... It's supposed to be growth. Yes, that, there it is. <laughs> what is uh, this? Far me. from the tree. Well, don't get copyright struck. No, well, I, it's, I, it's I don't have the audio on. Um, oh, so yeah. it's it's like a par- a fable or something. Yes. Then. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it's a little short. It was in front of one of the movies, and uh, yeah, but it's, it's it's exactly that. It's like you don't have to to do it the same way, you know, just because it was done to you. And yeah, there's a better way to do things. Like even if the even if the things that you did, you know, are are coming from a place of love or protection, it's not necessarily the right thing to do. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think 99% of the time it's with potentially good intentions, right? But it just didn't work out. You know, got to pivot well, and do something better. In a way, I guess that that is a theme that has recurred in some Pixar movies, like Finding Nemo touched upon the idea of, you know, if you are if you hover over your kid for as forever, they're never going to experience life and they're never going to make their own mistakes and things like that. And yeah. So I guess they are kind of returning to some of their thematic elements in their movies, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, also it's like you... Did you know, like if, if you were there and you know like you've done enough, 
you can let you know like now's the time for letting go because like you done it you know like you've done enough like your kid can handle more than you think you know you're with you without you hovering right there like you've taught yeah. them enough things to, for them to survive on their own and you know like nemo had a whole adventure by himself and like with all the lessons that his dad taught him like he, he managed to survive and then that's also a part of it like hey you know you don't need to like they've grown up like you need to grow up as well <laughs> like, wow we got really we're getting deep here podcast fucking psychological <laughs> superstars for for yeah. your consideration conventions this is the episode i'm sending for consideration yeah yes good 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 things i haven't even cussed i don't think <laughs> we can fix that right now <laughs> All right, so uh, Paul Dano is set to write Riddler Year One comic book. What do you think about this, Max? You ready to hear more about the Riddler's history? Uh, no, I feel like they covered it in, in the Batman movie. I hate prequels. I fucking hate prequels. I know yeah. how it ends. Like, there's no reason, but sure, you know, like this Riddler's cool. I wish they were writing, you know, like it was a comic book where they're taking the the move this movie Batman and they're just like fleshing out characters in the, in this world. Stylistically, if he does something like uh, House on a Serious Earth, like Arkham, yeah, like I could see that working. Like if he's writing as the Riddler, you know, and just like kind of does some weird because Paul Dano's Riddler is messed up, definitely. Yeah, but, but like, I feel like you you get that. From the movie, like sure. the movie's yeah, he always radicalized. Yeah. They, they let you know about the Riddler in this movie. Yeah, can I just uh, say it's it? It was really kind of like a hollow look into my own soul as an online person when I saw that the Riddler was also farming for likes and subscribes on his social media. <laughs> I was very like, oh man, five hundred loyal subscribers go murder yep. this group of people. <laughs> I was like, odd. Oh, Damn, dude. I gotta rethink my format now. Yeah, well what if instead of like a comic book, like a prequel comic book, they could they could do like a like a live stream, like oh, a web series, like, yeah. Yeah, like oh, I don't that know. Would they be cool, do that. Like ten minute like him in yeah. his basement clip. There, there was a dude, he did um years ago when after Dark Knight came out, and he actually did like a really good ledger joker impression. He had a whole bunch of videos set up that was like a continuing story called like was it the Joker logs, the Joker V logs or something like that, where it would be like interview tapes from Arkham Asylum. And then he'd also be like, he'd like steal the camera and do stuff on his own. And it was all about like him breaking out of Arkham and so forth. That's, That's cool. sweet. That's cool. Like if they did something like that, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. You know, I just don't, I don't need you to tell me the story of how he got here. We've got that already. Yeah. And we also know that he's here now. So whatever happened brought him to here and that's fine. You know, like, I, I, I can't stand prequel. <laughs> it's, but it's a, I mean, if, if he wants to try his hand at writing a comic book, I don't think he's ever done that, right? No, like, not that I so. you know, If he wants good. to try it, yeah, I hope yeah. it's good. Yeah, but uh, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm uninterested. You know, I, I, I don't, yeah. I'm not, like, hoping it's bad or anything like that, you know, like, or I'm not going to say it's Why do you hope it's good? I'm not gonna say it's going to be bad. I just, why do you, I just why do you hate everything? Why do you hate everything, Max? <sighs> I like, Max has started seeing somebody. He's in AA about it. He's, he's trying to be more positive. To what I'm trying are. to be better. I am. 
Gross. I can't I help it that I hate everything. Kind of <laughs> no, you can't help it that we just like to gaslight you about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, how can I make Max angry about this? <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, like good luck. Uh, comic book writing is hard. I, I, I can tell you right now, it's it's not easy. So you know, if he's got it in him, we're. We're still working on our uh, on our idea, the master yes. and the scout. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's happening. It's happening. Twenty fifty. Get ready. Twenty fifty. Uh, the, the 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 three geeks um, original comic book is is more of a tortoise than a, than a than a hare. He crosses the finish line first, man. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't even like. If we get to the finish line, we'll be happy. It, it, it's about. <laughs> In 80 years. We're, we're waiting for the market to open up when DC and That's Marvel right. just start That's to right. really subside, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's going to happen anytime now. Yeah. <laughs> just let the house and crash. <laughs> but, uh, no, you know, like, again, it's 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 a lot of, like, I, I hope he does well in the comic book. Because oh, it's a lot of taking shots from the, from the bleachers. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, and, and haters are going to hate. Like, that's what else are we supposed to do? You know, what else are we supposed to do? Um, I was curious to kind of to kind of go along with this Riddler thing. Was the Penguin series with Farrell, was that canceled? No. And, okay. Because I'd heard, like, oh, are they going ahead with it or the P- Gotham PD show or? Gotham PD was canceled. Okay. So yeah, because they did Gotham, so it's like. Well, oh, the, the, the Gotham PD show was going to actually have Robert Pattinson in it. Oh, hmm. but um, the uh, the Penguin show is going. It's going to see his you know post the Batman. It's not a prequel. Okay. And they're talking about an Arkham series with hmm. with the two characters that we know are in Arkham. Just the, the well, the but I mean, like you don't know who yeah. else is in there. Like yeah. Yeah, that's just who we saw. If they make it like a mockumentary, like The Office, I'm all for that. Oh, that, that would be, be so sick. good. That'd <laughs> that be so would be good. dope. Just all the do- <laughs> like. There's a doctor who's just like Kevin. Yeah. So you're the Riddler. Question marks on things, and I really hate it. Well, they have, they have talked about doing that with like the insurance brokers who have to go in and gauge all the damage after like the. Well, they, are they had that show uh, with the, what's her name, Vanessa Hudgens. It was called Power or something. It was like a workplace comedy in yeah. the DC universe. Oh, was that a comedy? I never actually watched it. Was it good? You, I mean. The fact that you never heard of it probably Fair says something to Tells everything you need to know, Justin. <laughs> hey, Scott, what did you say earlier? It kind of got drained away. Excuse me? Oh, you don't remember. Okay, never mind. It was. I mean, I made a point that, like, if you're going to do a prequel, specifically tie-in comics are boring to me. Because, mm-hmm. like, they, they're, they're so, like... What am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Yes, constrained. Like, they have to be a tie-in to a movie. So they can have some interesting things, but, like, they have to... They're a direct lead-in to, you know, this universe and this specific version of the character. I think they're also doing a prequel comic for the uh, the Flash movie. Probably. I, I want to say that I've, I've heard so, about solicitations for that, like... Okay, there's gonna be like a two issue prequel lead in or prelude leading into the Flash movie. As long as I can count on it. one hand how many prequel tie in comic books I've read, and mm-hmm. I don't need many fingers to do so. There was, there, I, I used to have a paperback of the Independence Day adaptation. There was a prequel comic for Independence Day yeah, I did not know that, that had re- day. everything that happened to Randy Quaid 
was legit, apparently, according to that prequel comic. <laughs> That's came, awesome. It came with the VHS tape, I remember. Yeah. The smaller it, version of it. Yeah. <laughs> VHS tapes, kids, Google those later. And if you're a kid yeah. that's watching us, you probably should change the channel. But we uh, are sitting at cons. We are very children-friendly at Comic-Cons. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so let's pick up with you, Michael Just Myers. not Ahsoka-friendly. Myers Project. <laughs> no, most definitely not. I will hate on Ahsoka all day and night. That's, I still laugh at that. Like, they just walked into the room and you just railed them. Just like... <laughs> In 1347, five learned men realized that the Black Plague was caused I'll by... keep the sound down rats. so we don't get flagged on YouTube. Uh, yeah, uh, we can talk, too, probably. Yeah, yeah, say some words. So I just the, I like Mike Myers' style of comedy. I mean, I stayed away from the Love so Guru because I heard it was bad, but I like everything else he's in. I've heard he's a big scumbag on set, though. Oh, well, that's he's not just good. Um, he's just in, he likes to be in control of his stuff that he makes. That's all. All right, okay, John, yeah, I'm down. What is this? He plays like oh, hey, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh that was a Netflix series, okay. Yeah. Has Mike Myers ever played a woman? Um, yeah, cough, coffee talk. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, you mean in something like longer than five minutes? Yes. <laughs> Since I was at a nudist colony, accidentally backed into a meat thermometer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that good early aughts humor. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I, I, I agree about the trailer. I don't know. It's the fact that I like Mike Myers that will get me into the first episode, but that trailer just definitely did not sell me on the show. How do you say the title? The Pen. The Pentaverit? Pentaverit? Okay. I have purposely avoided saying the name of the title because I barely pronounce stuff correctly. <laughs> I've given up on pronouncing. See, uh, conventions, we have self-deprecating humor, and so that makes us very amicable and yeah, uh, charming and, to the and audience. Relatable. And we give away free Please stuff. Please hire us. Oh, yeah, we do, we do like to give away free stuff. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, oh, what was I just going to say? Uh, oh, yeah, um... The the Netflix Marvel shows went to Disney Plus. Yep. So now you have to like sign yeah. a waiver yes. for Disney. Scott, Plus. you were saying you had to be, be like, yes, I'm an adult. What was hilarious <laughs> was that I was signing in to watch Turning Red, and it's like, do you want to see adult things on your on your baby Disney Plus streaming? And I was like, what? and then I was like, oh, it's just the Netflix shows thing. You've got dudes headbutting just... like. Spikes on fences and stuff. Yeah, else. I'm just yeah. imagining the the prompt actually like verbalize it. Hey, you want to see some adult things on Disney Plus? <laughs> like a dude making like, mouse band. You know? can, I, can I interest you in a wristwatch? Yeah. <laughs> I know that you the, was a, the Defenders was originally going to go to Hulu and say keep Disney Plus for kids. Now my question is: now that the Defenders is on Hulu and you do sign that little agreement. How long before Disney folds Hulu into Disney uh, Disney Plus? Hopefully sooner rather than later. Like yeah. I don't know. Like at this point, I never watched Modoc. I know it was more adult, but there's no reason for that to stay on Hulu at this point because I doubt it's any more adult than like Jessica Jones or something like that. Well, they had other Hulu Marvel specific stuff, like Runaways. Right, that was a Hulu specific yeah. show. Right, yeah. Cloak yeah. and Dagger. Clever yeah. Dagger for sure. I didn't watch any of the Marvel Hulu stuff. 
Not hey, fun. if they bring that shitty Inhuman show, maybe I'll sign up. Because, <laughs> man, <laughs> that thing. Now, they want oh you to forget God. that the Inhumans ever happened. Well, yeah, like they rec- like the Miss Marvel thing, they retcon basically, she's not Inhuman, right? She's just gets her powers another way, and they're different. Yeah, fucking, and, like, it sucks because the Inhumans are so much more interesting than the Eternals. Yeah. Um, I really wish that would have, like, been better. Well, I that was I think that's why Eternals was the the slot holder basically because Inhumans originally was going to be a movie like right. even mm-hmm. going into Phase Three they had that whole lineup and they 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 announced like here comes Inhumans and they had a title and everything and then poof it disappeared and then it shows up as this really crappy spinoff of Agents of Shield. Right. The only good thing about it was Lockjaw. Yep. But, but what I understand is uh, Feige and the writing team couldn't crack the story, so he gave it to the other guy that was running TV at the time, Pearl there, Mark, who we all love very much. There's he a lot of extra Pearl mythology Mark. stuff that comes into play. Like, Eternals had a lot of that stuff, too, that you're kind of like, okay, I guess it's just part of the universe now, but also, like, you got I, Terrigen mists and yeah, living on the moon. Like, what I like about the Eternals is, like, there's a giant head coming out of the Pacific Ocean, like, yep. on the world yeah. now. And the, but it's like, the Eternal was still being created. You know, like, they only stopped the process, like, a quarter of the way through. So, like, like is there a center of the Earth now? You know, like, like what happened? <laughs> I still haven't seen it. <laughs> to oh, make this thing happen. Uh, spoiler, Scott, big yeah. head in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Like, big if true. Who's going to claim the giant head in the middle of the ocean? Like, like the country's getting there first. <laughs> it's it's following the Neil Gaiman run for that that Eternal, right? So if you want to follow that, whatever happens to that thing, it's mm. read that. Well, this, cool. this also makes me wonder if they're bringing more like because I mean, if if the Netflix shows were movies, it'd be R rated stuff. Like, yeah, I mean that's pretty heavy PG thirteen stuff. So are we going to get more adult? Like Marvel movies, like are they going to put Deadpool? I hope on? so. Deadpool's supposed to stay R, right? Deadpool is coming. Yeah, yeah, well, that, well, that and that just leads into my next point. Can like, is Blade going to stay PG thirteen? Because they're like, oh, well, Blade's I hope not. Give me an R Blade. That's well, what I'm yes. saying. Like, can we get more like adult aspects to the MCU? Can they? I think they're playing with it. I think they're <laughs> playing with it. I think they're using Sony as their tester to see how the more adult themed. Disney oh boy! Oh, Tell me you're a billion dollar co- or a trillion dollar company. No, I, th- I think I, I truly think that <laughs> I think Marvel is loosely involved with Morbius, and we'll see how that. Oh yeah! Out. Oh, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be so bad. It's terrible. Like, oh god! I I, <laughs> I know I said I was trying to not hate on things, <laughs> but fuck that fucking movie. <laughs> It's, I know I said be positive, but that's it's it. gonna be. I don't know because nothing about Leto's performance has made me care, and I don't mind Morbius so much. He was never really one of my favorite characters to begin with, but right. like I, I warmed to him during like Maximum Carnage and things like that. Nothing about Leto's performance strikes me as like I gotta see this. <laughs> well, I, I, is isn't the, their way of folding Blade in though? Because wasn't if I remember right, Morbius no. who created Blade, right? Well, because Morbius is said in that. Morbius is over in that Sony Spider-Verse thing. Well, uh, rumors are that Andrew Garfield is in Morbius, and we know that Michael Keaton is in Morbius. So it's very confusing where this movie takes place, (laughs) but we'll find out. I'm fine with it being a metaverse thing. Yeah. I just don't think – I think they're overestimating how interested I am in individual Spider-Man villain movies. Like, I'm not. That's fair. 
at all. Like Venom, sure, he was popular in the nineties, he's got that edge factor. Well, but like Morbius, like it, I don't it, no it, one cares about Morbius. And yeah, like if they if they were doing um oh what's his name? The Hunter. Craven the Hunter. Craven they, they, be sweet. they are. I, well no, but I'm saying like instead of Venom, if they made a Craven the Hunter movie, I would have been down. Like Venom needs Spider Man. Craven doesn't. Yeah. Um you know like there's to an there's, extent a lot of different things they could do um even to you know like it'd be like weird like reverse marvel was like well, hey we're gonna follow the villains around yeah craven's last hunt was where he did finally get spider-man kind of and then that's that's a story that's mainly carried by him without much spider-man in it. yeah because he works. takes over for him for a while and, and it and it worked well there were some things that i was kind of like you know what they they were teasing like let's get Silver Sable and Black Cat and like a duo type of thing like honestly good. you could they wouldn't necessarily follow beat for beat like the characters we know associate mm-hmm. with Spider Man but that dynamic where you have a more straight laced kind of militaristic person in Sable and then you have a carefree cat burglar you know type spirit in Black Cat mm-hmm. that could work. But again, yeah. Black Cat also really only works when she's got Spider-Man. When she's working off, off of Spider-Man, yeah. But it, but it works the other way because Spider-Man can be Spider-Man around her because she doesn't care about Peter Parker. She cares about him as Spider-Man, which right. is and why throw, it's a good dynamic. And then if there's a Mary Jane relationship, they get that whole, like, they either end up going at each other or they end up being like, this idiot. Yeah. <laughs> they did it well in the 90s cartoon. <laughs> Let us know if you're on Morbius. There were no punches. Tell us you're passionate for Morbius. We'd love to hear you in the comments and email us to each podcast. Uh, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely get at us in the comments because that way I can curate my like range at you. He's gonna hone it like yeah, echolo- yeah, yeah. like a bat with echolocation. Because oh, you know. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write what I what I really feel, and then I can delete that and, and write something a little nicer. <laughs> I really appreciate your opinion. We disagree, but Thank I appreciate you. you as a fan. Thank you for adding to the chat. <laughs> we are getting more Gremlin stuff in, in the form of a Gizmo animated series called Gremlin: Secrets of the Mogwai. I don't know if I care. That that looks like a free to play mobile app. It game. sure does. <laughs> it sure does. It looks like fan art. Thank you. I hope they do I, better. I'm not the animated person that you guys all are, and I'm like, uh, as far as the animation quality. Goes. I mean, we got to see it in motion, probably, yeah. to make a fair assessment. But I was like, whoa, what is? Uh, I think it's, it's fine. A weird screen Again. grab because it looks. Like I, it looks fine. Movie. Yeah, I, I it looks enjoy, like Gizmo. It's like, I enjoy the Gremlins movies, but I don't really care. You know, like about the gremlins first. Like I, I don't. <laughs> there's nothing in me that was like, oh, I wonder, I wonder what happened to, to the little Logwai before fucking Gizmo came yeah. out. Like that, never once ever. They're just so, going for the low hanging like fruit of, uh, you know what I mean? The, just the remember berries. Yeah, it's it. a, like they're just yeah. just a cash grab. For... I, I'd rather just see. A, I've seen a sequel to the movies than a yeah. animated prequel. And, I, mean, like, I think Gremlins 2 is great. I think it's a great satire, and people should revisit it. I mean, also, it dep- uh, what were the details about... Have they released any actual details about the show itself? Like, who its primary audience is? Because I could see a Gizmo-centric light cartoon working for, like, a younger audience. Because Gizmo is cute. 
if you yeah. get if you get what's his name to voice him, Howie Mandel to voice him, I'm sure you'll have that <laughs> as well. But. Um, it doesn't really say, but I'm pretty sure it's geared towards kids. But okay, then, well, it's some. Yeah. Like, yeah, but it's not, if I'm okay. not the audience, cool. Yeah. Uh, here's the cute thing, and there's four days with the, the cuteness, and then oh, someone fed him after midnight. Someone got him <laughs> wet. Like, and then here comes the girl. Like, like what? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I just want to be there when the parents show their kids the first Gremlins movie after watching this cute cartoon. Because the first <laughs> yeah. Gremlins movie to a kid is terrifying. I mean, the eighties were wild, man. Remember, yeah. we were getting sold RoboCop action figures in the eighties. <laughs> it's like, and that was totally not our movie at that time. I was in the library, and I was like, I want to watch this RoboCop movie, Mom. Or not the movie, but the cartoon, because it looked just like Ninja Turtles. And she's like, I don't know. Like I've seen RoboCop. I don't think you should be watching. It. And it was fun. <laughs> like, the cartoon is such a like sanitized version of that, and it's like, yeah, robot. He shoots around them. He doesn't shoot them in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> I still remember that was a key and peel. <laughs> yeah, this is nothing new getting like a kid's property out of a more adult-themed movie. I kind of uh, want to be Gremlins running a kitchen. Just like 24-hour you know, like, kitchen. <laughs> mockumentary, mockumentary with the Gremlins. Uh, Jesse writes, I had a very irrational fear of using the toilet for years for fear of a Gremlin would pop out on me. I'll stay away from that thing. Understandable. That's a good point. Mine was Pennywise. I didn't want Pennywise poking it. Yeah, nah, it gave me fucking that. That movie gave me a run. Like I'm just like I don't gave me the runs. Me. You say you gave yeah, me the runs? Like, huh? Yeah. I, I couldn't go near plumbing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if that eventually leads to it, like wherever we go, <laughs> it leads to something. All right. There's a giant spider down there. Yeah. Like, or something. I mean, yeah, or something. Uh, it was. Oh god, that fucking movie. It. it I, I still need therapy from watching it back in the day. Like Jesus Christ, Man. that's why he hates everything. <laughs> Just, yeah. He hasn't. He hasn't been able to comfortably use the bathroom in thirty years. <laughs> oh, you are impacted, son. I can't. I can't think of anything that ever made me fearful of the toilet. I'm, I'm not because now you got me thinking. I'm like, yeah. was I ever irrationally scared of the toilet? And was it because oh, it, of it was like, like I couldn't go if there was a, a, a you know, sewer drain, you know, like on the corner mm-hmm. of the street. I had to walk like around it. I could not go near it. I like I was <laughs> that movie fucking had me afraid for Dude, I was no paper boat for races for me because I watched the original It miniseries and I looked in my backyard and there was a balloon like just drifting across the back. Dude, I was I was messed up. I was like. Holy shit! Kind of like Pennywise is here. He's in my. Probably life. some old Dude, man like, oh, just oh, releasing oh, a oh. bunch of balloons when that miniseries is out just to freak kids out like that. He's about this would be great. Oh, I mean, we oh. joke, but in all honesty, like serious clowning in America has taken a severe hit because of the movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, they're legitimately upset that like we are not this terrifying. Clown college enrollment yeah. right plummeting. <laughs> All right, everybody, we'll be back in five seconds with our top five female-led films. Here you go, five-second break. Hello, citizens. I'm Burt Ward, Robin from the TV series Batman, and you're listening and watching the Three Geeks podcast, and it is fantastic. Wowie zowie. To the Batmobile. The reason I played that is because we will be talking to Burt Ward yet again very soon. Can't wait. He was the best. 
was, it was so fun, like trying to get him to do that stinger. Like he, it, that was like yeah. take five or six, I think. Three geeks, three geeks podcast. Yeah, he just didn't, yeah, it was like, yeah. It's but fun. it was great. It, it, it works. Yeah, wow, he's Go buy a dog food. Yeah, for real. Burwards cool. Definitely buy his dog food. I will. I just got a dog. Hey, what'd you get? Smart. What'd you get? Uh, uh, I think she's a black mouth cur. We found her on the street. Oh, all right. that's the I, uh, two out of three pets I have found on the street. <laughs> my dog, my dog has social anxiety from me that she is literally right there. Oh no, <laughs> she has bad separation anxiety. Um, well, I mean, if she was abandoned, yeah, I would, yeah. I would too. I can understand yeah. that. Yeah, she like had met some lady who came by, um, who she'd never met before. She was come by to get some mail that got sent to her house. And she was there for maybe five minutes, and she was whining and clawing at the door when she left. You don't oh. know this woman. Like, yeah. <laughs> We've been right, friends for ages. Yeah. Send us in some of your favorite female-led movies. We're not talking female-led action movies. We're talking everything. So uh, send it in the comments. Let us know what you think. There is no top ten tonight with George. So th- we're the best you're going to get. This is it. This is your list podcast show. That's like, this is all you're fucking getting. <laughs> Corner in the market this Sunday. <laughs> Uh, Normally we do better, but Jason's been driving the ball lately. I'm going to start with my fired all the time. How dare you not dedicate yourself? List done for quite a while. Yeah. So, Max, tell us what your number five is. <laughs> I mean, uh, let's see here. Let me check my. Oh list. my god! Oh no, he wasn't ready. I was he, ready. He wasn't ready. Scribble, scribble, scribble. Yeah, I was there. working on it at the beginning of the podcast. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just staring at I'm just staring at you in the, the picture right now. I can't tell what you're trying to show me right now, but you're paying attention to something cool. Your neck is broken in that picture. I know, too. I know. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> it, was, it was the angle that uh, the dude had too, so I was like, you know what? It works. Yeah, it's fine. Wait a minute, that was Gosling, right? Yeah. 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 I won sixteenth owl on my mom's side. <laughs> uh, all right, so number five is going to Black Swan with Natalie Portman. That was, that was, that was almost on my list too. Wow, that good choice. Movie. Uh, that is the only not action movie on my list, but uh, <laughs> it was, it's a great like thriller, psychological, fucking person going crazy movie. Um, Better an Oscar. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, and it was it was worth it. Very well acted. Um, good. His story keeps you engaged the whole time. I, I, I liked it a lot. So, Black Swan. Mr. Justin. Sure. Uh, mine was Rogue One, one of my favorite Star Wars. All right. Um, kind of one I of, almost had that, too. Dude. Yeah. Favorite <laughs> okay. I, I do wish for that caveat. I, I left Alien and Terminator off my list, not because they're not my favorite female thing. Is it I just assumed... Someone here is taking. Yeah, they're... Uh, I think we can all just say in general, Ripley. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what's got two thumbs and grabs a low hanging fruit? <laughs> I knew, I knew someone's gonna do it. It's, it's, I, I'm just glad you had. I'm glad, I'm glad you did it. I, I know most of my saying. movies won't be on anybody's list, but my number five is The Sound of Music. Nice. Oh, all right. I love this movie. I saw it in theaters. Uh, the break and all, and I. I still like this movie. I like the music. I've always liked the music in this. It's fantastic. It's a solid film. Nice. All right. Uh, my number five is actually Cher in Moonstruck as Loretta. Hey. I I love that movie so much, and her and Nick Cage have great chemistry, and like, not bad for like Cher. Like that that was the first. I'm like I always knew her as like Sunny and Cher. Sure. And then I watched Moonstruck, and I'm just like, damn, she's an awesome actress, but. Damn, this character, I feel so bad, but also I'm endeared by this character. So, yeah, Loretta. 
Now, I haven't seen that, but I, I want to sidetrack us for a second. Is anybody else besides me excited for the new Nicolas Cage movie where he's? I mean, super excited. I'm curious I, about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious. Yeah, I'm more like, I'm more like Mike. I'm Nicholas curious. Cage. I don't know Nicholas Cage. Sold. Oh, I haven't seen. I haven't heard about this. That's that's. Oh, you need to watch Trailer Max. It's he's playing funny. himself. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Nicholas Cage as Nicholas Cage. But it's still like a fiction. It's yes. Like a, yeah. Fictionalized. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just wondering. It looks like it's going very big. I just yeah, hope he's not taking himself seriously. I just—it's fun. Yeah, so it's like a JCVD. Almost, Nicholas, Nicholas a lot more. yeah. You're more like John Claude Van Johnson, more comedic. <laughs> but um, I'll show you for the end of the show trailer that I've been showing. I will put that one up for you, Max. But cool. uh, Scott, what you got for number five? Uh, my number five is Atomic Blonde. I, Ooh, with, that's uh, a good Charlize Theron. I really enjoyed that movie. It's, really, I did too. Did you not like it, Max? Not really, no. Oh, okay. I really like it. on the same page. High five. <laughs> um, I think it's great. I think the movie looks great. I love her performance. Um, I, I mean, I, I, the visual styling I can I get with, but I just thought like the the story wasn't there for me. Like, I enjoyed I it. Know, I, I, I mean, I it's nothing. Following. It's a very. I mean, it's a comic book movie. So. Fair. The story doesn't <laughs> have to be stellar, but it it kept me engaged the whole time, and I really like the action and the fight scenes. Actually, see it unlike the born movies, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, so my number four. Mm-hmm. Let me consult the note. <laughs> <laughs> Take the picture now. You can't see my face. We are the professional. Going for the Portman twofer. Yeah, yeah. The, the Portman uh, double up here. Uh, I like she's what like eleven or twelve in this movie and and carries the movie like it she kills it in this one. Um, if you haven't seen the professional or Leon the professional, good. go check it out. Uh, Jerry Oldman plays the bad guy. It is a good fucking movie. Um, the action is like really quick and concise and like it's, it's not you don't actually see a lot going on, but uh, except for the like ending sequence. But uh, yeah, it's just a, a good flick. I and, and again, Natalie Portman as a child totally kills it. It's <laughs> it's great. It's something. <laughs> Justin. Oh my bad. Uh, the Exorcist. I thought as a again just another child actor actress or however you want to say it. Uh, just killing it, right? I mean, she was traumatized after that role, but uh, Linda Blair. I killed it. I thought she did great. Dude, that's a good pick. I didn't even think about. I didn't get that deep with it. I, I would. I would give her bonus points for Exorcist Two just for standing on the edge of that building with no. Yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. Two. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Oh, Exorcist Two is awful. I I need to revisit that. But it's awful. In a, a great <laughs> what a way. sentence! It's awful. I need to watch it again. I do need to watch. <laughs> My number four is a movie that's far away from everybody else's list, but you guys know me by now. I like rom coms, and my number four is Sweet Home Alabama. I love Reese Witherspoon. She's one of my favorite people in the world, and this is one of my favorite rom coms. So it is Sweet yeah. Home Alabama. I never would have pegged you for a Sweet Home Alabama. Pro- like I appreciate the re- the Reese love. Uh, I just figured it would be like a Legally Blonde or something. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. I thought about Legally Blonde, but I have I don't revisit it as much. Like Sweet Home Alabama is always a movie like I can watch, kind of like um, when Harry Met Sally. Those are my two go to. My wife loves Sweet Home Alabama. Go cool. What do you say, Scott? I said my wife loves Sweet Home Alabama. I've never seen it by choice. 
<laughs> I could have put the notebook Max's favorite movie, but yeah. I didn't. <laughs> it's the a notebook, story, it's the story of his life. It's not, it had nothing to do with love. The, the, yeah, the notebook is way better than Sweet Home Alabama, and it's far, <laughs> funnier, far funnier than Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, is it Mina? Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lupita Nyong'o as Adelaide and Red in Us, like that dual oh, role. Yeah. yeah, like she was both like an awesome like protagonist and also scared the shit out of me. Yeah, so. she's two different people. It yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I still haven't seen Us. Check Spoilers: She's two different people. I, know, I, I got in the trailer there. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. <laughs> it's all scared, um, Scott. What? It's your turn. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, my number four, I tried to not just repeat my top five sci-fi because I had a lot of female leads. So my number four is A League of Their Own. Hey, that's a good one. Nice. Oh, that is a fucking great one. I am pissed off of myself. <laughs> I need to watch uh, the game. Like, I, I love that movie. It's it's good. It, I mean, it's in, it could be in several of my top five lists. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, that is like the only movie John Lovitz can be proud that he was in. <laughs> and um, the same goes for fucking um, what's her face? Uh, oh God, what's her name? Rosie Not O'Donnell. Madonna. Rosie O'Donnell. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, don't say Lori Petty because Tank Girl is the shit, man. No, no, Lori Petty's Lori Petty's solid. She's cool. Oh yeah, she's cool. She's, she's cool. She's cool. Uh, <laughs> no, like, I love a league of their own. Tom Hanks kills it in that one. Yeah, like you said, fucking. John Lovitz is good. Like, even John Lovitz is good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love John Lovitz Sorry, and everything, John. but this is like the one thing that he can legitimately be proud about. <laughs> I, I like that cartoon that he was that he did. I thought that was the critic. Yeah. Was, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Just, I can relate personally to, to, to a guy who fucking hates everything. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> All right, uh, number three. Let me consult the notebook. Ah. Oh, did we show uh, Jesse's uh, while Max is consulting? And, uh, Juno, yeah, it's, uh, I agree. Nice. Those are very good movies. Yeah, uh, in, in the descent. I actually like. There was a horror movie that I actually watched, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was scary, man. That, that's yeah, the that French was, Catacombs, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, so that that was one of those where I was like, okay, uh, enough people have said good things about this horror movie that I can watch it. <laughs> but uh, um, Juno, I I don't know, I, th- I thought Juno was overrated. I love that movie. I love the soundtrack, especially. I love the soundtrack. soundtrack yeah, awesome good. soundtrack. You, you know what? Um, oh God, what's what's his name? Elliot. Uh, Elliot Page. 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 Yeah. Um, Hard Candy. That that that's, fucked with my head. That's <laughs> a hard movie to watch. For sure. Yeah, it's all. Sure, sure. But I thought that one was was more like uh, like that like oh look at this young actor. Yeah, it's a bolder choice, certainly. Yeah. Um, okay, but yeah, yeah. Going going to my number three, uh, Kill Bill. Ooh, that's I have that on my list, but that's fine. Yes, that's uh, my that's number two. Yeah, that was I'm I'm I'm, I'm a phase in someone else for that because we don't have to yeah, say. But go ahead, Max. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> I made sure uh, this was yeah, not yeah. on my list for this reason. <laughs> I knew. <it> was <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Uh, did, do you want to wait? I no, can, no, no. Do, do your thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. I just, I love Kill Bill. Uh, Uber Thurman uh, just does fucking awesome. But then, like, all the characters are super cool. It's, you know, it's a great Tarantino film. A couple of films. Um, Vivica A. Fox was not terrible in this movie. Like, 
you know, that's almost as crazy as John Lovitz being good in the movie. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's hear fucking Lucy Liu was awesome. I love her character in this movie. Like, even the, the you know, like the whole backstory of it was awesome. Um, you know, and, and Oren Ishii, um, freaking Uma Thurman does a great job just, I mean, gives you everything in this movie. All the, you know, straight from, like, wheeling your big toe to, to like, when she's playing with her daughter in the, in, <laughs> yeah, and it's just like there's a whole range of things going on in the Kill Bill series, and uh, yeah, I, I definitely think it deserves to be on top. Yeah, I concur, one hundred percent. It's it's my number two, uh, but yeah, it's really really good movie. It's I don't even consider them two movies because it's really one movie that Tarantino had to split in half for theoretical yeah. reasons. So it's one movie to me, and I can't imagine watching the first one without watching the second one. Like there, yeah. Very well done. And like Max said, Vivica A. Fox is literally the only one sitting around right now hoping they make Independence Day 3. Like, she's <laughs> ready to get to work. Um, <laughs> Preston, what's your number three? Uh, my number three was Hidden Figures. I just I enjoyed the story of the women that helped us get to the moon, right? Or I yep. forget that. It's not moon, but launch a rocket, right? Um, Space program. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you. But, uh, yeah, no, I just, there's a piece of it that I really enjoyed where they're like, because automation's been on top of my mind for a while, right? Because we're we're seeing jobs potentially being lost with automation and things like seeing the people pivot from that new that room that were just manually typing in math numbers to like repairing computers was was a cool part to me that I that, that stuck with me for a while, but it was cool. Awesome, I like that um, movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Everybody else in this podcast has had ties, except for maybe Max. And I've got a tie for my number three. It's because I like both of these movies, and my list is personal. Like it's my favorites. It's not. I'm not saying they're like the third greatest films of all time. But uh, my number three is Rogue One, tied with Alicia Vikander's uh, Tomb Raider. I love really movies. <laughs> <laughs> you put them on the same. Uh, uh, I'm not hate. I'm as not far as I like, yeah, to bring it back in. I said, as for me personally, two films that I enjoy. Rewatching on the same kind of level, and it's both of these. I love Alicia Vikander's Tomb Raider. I think it's great, and I, I'm waiting patiently for. I love Alicia Vikander. Like I, if I could could put a put Ex Machina on this list, I would have. But that's more of Oscar. Fucking Isaac. A, dude! Like what? <laughs> that's an Oscar Isaac movie. It's not an Alicia Vikander movie. She's not the star. Oh. <laughs> Fucking Tomb Raider. I love that. I don't like the um, the other ones with Angelina Jolie, but I, I really like this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun, but Rogue One is, in my opinion, it's my favorite of the Star Wars franchise. I love Jen Erso as a character. Uh, uh, it's unfortunate that I'm never going to get to see more of her, at least in a sequel-wise, but I also love the fact that they, Disney went there and allowed Gareth Edwards to make this film. Like, as far as movies go, Rogue One's way better than Tomb Raider. But as far as, you know, my enjoyment out of both of them, I put them about the same place. I love these movies so much. So that's um, my number three. Rogue, Rogue One is the only Star Wars movie to give you even a glimpse or a hint of, like, why the galaxy fears Darth Vader. Like, it, it's the only Star Wars movie to, like, fucking, you know, it's like... That last three minutes or whatever, my favorite Star Wars moment in a while. Yeah, I, I guarantee sure. you they're going to try to outdo it on Obi Wan. I hope but they it's do. Also, it's also it's like 
you, you, like remember like when, when you watch season one of Daredevil and he has that that fucking fight in the in the when he goes to get the little kid and, and he, like he beats up like seven dudes in the hallway, um, and then like every season after that they've kind of had like a hallway moment. Like if you notice, like they did this Darth Vader scene in this movie, and then like every Star Wars thing after that has had like this hallway moment. Where you know, like like Luke goes through the the, the mech bots in, in Mandalorian, and there's been like three other ones where it's like, oh, we're just gonna do this thing, you know, like, and it's like, oh, we have to have our hallway moment, and, and yeah, so I like, wrote one, they they introduced this whole fucking thing into Star Wars, where it's like now we have to have a thing like this. <laughs> yeah, I love hallway moments. But, I just uh, I actually just rewatched Rogue One not too long ago. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, I love it too, just because, like you said, like everyone dies. Like it's not, it's not you, you, like they, they, there's no Skywalkers in it, or I guess like, except for Darth Vader. But uh, you know, like there's no Boiler. like, but anyway, and he's only in it just like the tiniest little bit. But uh, I, I mean, I'm I'm so fucking down. It's like, hey, there are other people in the galaxy working towards this goal. Like there are. You know, they gave up everything, right? She, yeah, there's, she there's, everything. Like, there's yeah. little to no Jedi action. You know, like, I, I really, really dug that. Like, And I we know, all went like, into uh, Rogue One thinking we knew the ending. We all thought that Disney was going to find a way to scapegoat it. Like, somehow find a way to get these characters. Yeah, up until they actually blew up, I thought they were going to get saved. Like, up until yeah. I, oh, they actually committed to killing this whole group of people. Like, yeah. <laughs> I remember leaving the theater, I'm like... I think that was my favorite Star Wars movie. Like they did it. Like they killed them. Like they they allowed the the proper ending to happen. It's yeah, it's like awesome. holy shit! It's a war. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's from that perspective, and I think that's why I like Mandalorian season one so much, just because it's it's just not from the Jedi Force user perspective so much. It's yeah, the like OP the, gods walking the, around among men. Yeah, right. It's more the you know your average citizen in the galaxy. So, mm. Mike, what is your number three? Uh, my number three, actually, I'm glad I finally found the Arrow Blu-ray release for it because I forgot how much I love this movie and this performance and this character overall. It's a little bit of Cassandra Peterson as Elvira in Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Can I just say, like, Elvira is kind of the best. Like, she, you know, there's so much about this character I really love. Like, she's voluptuous, you know, and she knows it. And she absolutely will use that to her advantage, but also, like, will call out bullshit when people over or underestimate her with regards to it. And that's what this whole movie is about, is, like, her basically scaring the squares into, you know, being themselves a little bit more so and everything like that. It's it's raunchy, it's innocent, it's all these different things. And I just love Cassandra Peterson as this character throughout. She's so fun, so, like... You got so much a sense of like love of life from this character, even if it's a little bit more of a morbid type of presentation, you know, being like a scream queen or, you know, horror movie hostess and things like that. But it's just Elvira's fun. And so yeah, one of my favorites. Nice. I need to check that so Elvira is an actual like film. Like it's a I mean, she started. She started off as you know, like a local, yeah, yeah, like yeah. host for a TV show, and then like this is sort of like a fictionalized sort of yeah, continuation they, 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 of that SNL movie, Wayne's World. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> awesome. I first wrote that down to check out. I have to check that out. Yeah, number Fantastic. Scott, All right. number uh, my number three. This is a toss-up. Um, could have been higher on the list, but my number three is Fargo. 
Oh, another fucking excellent movie, Scott. Yeah. I am mad at myself. <laughs> Stay mad. Um, I actually didn't see this movie till not like super recently, but like, you know, later. And I was like, like, I understand why it's so revered. Um, yeah, I love this movie. I it's... love this performance. Um, I mean, and she's not the only like everybody's like at the top of their game in this film. And like, it's just so, I don't know. So, so everything in this movie is so like calculated and precise in terms of like the, the direction and, and the, the delivery of everything. It's fantastic. I love this movie. I haven't, I, I, I think I haven't watched the show. I hear it's great, but I haven't watched the show because I love the movie. And I'm like, I know it's, it's supposed to be great, but I don't know if it could stack up. To the film, the even show, if it's it fantastic, does. it, it holds, the show holds its own water. I, okay. I, I, at least the first season. I haven't watched the, the second season. But, the second uh, season's great. Uh, third season was okay. I haven't I seen the latest the season. Chris good. Rock, which I heard the one with Chris Rock was really good. Yeah. So um, I, I keep hearing good things. But I just have been. It's a yeah, sequel. Yeah, they take place after. Does this the first season takes place after the movie? I think every. I don't. Yeah. I guess I don't know if the other seasons take place. Yeah. I know it's one all of them the same was, was like a prequel. One of the seasons. Okay. Um, but not, like the show, the show is very good. Like it, 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 it takes the name Fargo seriously. Like that's if that means anything. And they don't, um, they don't but, do their seasons every year. They they wait until he has the story. I think season two, three came out like a few years later, and then season four came out like three years later, and then the new season they don't they probably won't even be out till twenty twenty four. Um, no, Fargo is, yeah, so good. William H. Macy kills it in that one. Um, mm. Steve Buscemi is a great character in that one. Yeah, really I love that. Fantastic. I love that, like, Steve Buscemi talks so much in Fargo that they, they cast him as Donnie, uh, who gets told <laughs> to shut up all the fucking time in, in, yeah. <laughs> in The Big Lebowski. Like, they had to do that just because he talks so much in Fargo. It's probably but, my like, favorite Buscemi performance. Yeah, yeah, great. Like, yeah, he does a great job. Everybody, like you said, like everybody in it is so good. Um, absolutely, Fargo is a great fucking film. Not, not oh god, it's on me. Shit. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're at number two. Gonna consult yep. the old list here. Uh, <clears throat> Terminator. <laughs> Nailed it. Did you choose the first Terminator over two. Uh, the first Terminator. I, I feel like you get more acting out of her in the yeah. first Terminator. She's definitely um, more the main. She's yeah, she's more of a focus in the first one. Um, two, she's like more just like a soldier. You know, she's very single minded, like, and it, 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 it's definitely you know, a good story. Like I love Terminator too. Like, but I feel like there's definitely more range in, in the first Terminator than the second one. Um, uh, and and also, you know, it's like she's way more re- relatable. You know, it's like holy shit! Like, what would you do if a, a fucking <laughs> a, you know, a cyborg was coming after you? And it's like you know, he, he won't stop. Like, he doesn't sleep. He doesn't eat. Like, you can't reason with it. Like, he'll just come and it won't stop until you're fucking dead. Like, uh, I I, uh, I definitely relate to her more in Terminator One, than Terminator Two. Because oh, yeah. after after Terminator One, if I lived through that, I would just be shitting myself every day. <laughs> Like I would just be crying in a corner and 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 not able to do anything <laughs> every day after that because like Jesus Christ, <laughs> um, I love Terminator. It's a great it's a great uh, horror kind of movie. It's a great like sci fi action movie, and uh, you know um, yeah, I, I fucking dig it. 
On a switch nigga. Solid. Super solid. <laughs> cool. Um, my number two was Mad Max Fury Road because I don't Good think Tom one. Hardy has a, a performance if not Charlie's Theron. Oh, right? That should have been on my list. Right. Yeah, she's, she's more of the star than so uh, what's I thought his so name. Too. Yeah. 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 Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, she's more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Uh, this would have been on my list, but I tried to yeah. keep it to where like they are very much like sure the focus. Even, yeah. even though she is like, I tried to. Do it where yeah. they didn't have it was a for me too, but I, 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 this is my replacement for uh, Kill Bill. Yeah, that's the thing is like I, I've actually had to sub in a couple like a replacement here just because I had too many to choose from, honestly. So it's yeah. like, uh, but like Mad Max Fury Road was way better than I thought it was going to be 100%. because of Charlize Theron yeah. and, and then her character in this one. I, I uh, you know, like I went in, you know, I was like, okay, like I, we've all seen fucking. The Thunderdome and, and then yada yada and like this whole craziness and I was expecting like a zany like stupid thing and then they put layers into it you know like it's it's it was really really much better than you know I, I thought it was going to be when I when I went to what I liked it. what I liked about the marketing leading up to the movie is that at no point does it give away that like it's going to be more of like their own story then is right, going to be max right. like yeah. it's, like you know she's there but like at no point is it like revealed like no actually this whole story it centers around her journey and the journey of the, the brides and things right. like that it's and like and they just happen to brush with mad max yeah like, max yeah. just happens upon this yeah. story already in already in motion yeah so it's like i love that um, no absolutely that, that that definitely deserves an ominous I, 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 that was when I was like, you know, it's honorable mentions or whatever the fuck. I was like, sure. I thought about it. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure more than one person's gonna pick this movie. So yeah, I didn't want to. Yeah, I'd already have I already have Terminator on here, so it's like I don't need to. <laughs> and then number one's Alien. <laughs> Shut up! Hey, 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 spoilers. <laughs> my number, my number two was Kill Bill. I wanted to put Inglorious Bastards in the Kill Bill spot, but mm. it's more of an ensemble movie. It's not necessarily. Yeah entirely Shoshana because Inglorious Bastards I have seen more than any other Tarantino movie it's my favorite Tarantino movie okay. I saw it like 12 times in the theater I fucking oh love Inglorious Bastards and uh, I just Inglorious Bastards is shit it's great. I just it love it. Brad Pitt, my, my favorite Brad Pitt role ever. Like, <laughs> you know, I think it's my favorite Tarantino movie too, Jason. Watching Danny beat else. Nazis to death is as close as we come to getting to the movies. Like that's <laughs> that movie's great. Uh, oh, but oh, I, I, I went with Kill Bill because uh, Kill Bill is up there too. Is my favorite Tarantino movie, and we Max and I already talked about it. So, and also like the fact that Uma almost died doing that movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. I am curious to see if we ever get the the Kill Bill three that was planned when he made the originals with the daughter showing up to you know if you have mm-hmm. an issue with this when you get older come see me like yeah. that's supposed to happen and the kid that, that cool. the kid that played the daughter is somebody now right she, like she's she a, is a person yes I mean like yeah but I mean like <laughs> she's become like <laughs> she's become her own she's become her own like star or something she's she's in something i'll, I'll do it later <laughs> i know that Uma and Tarantino had a little bit of a falling out but they're back on good graces now so i still have my fingers crossed for that but yeah probably because he like made her get into a car accident yeah <laughs> I, i'd hold that against them for a while <laughs> if not indefinitely but yeah <laughs> all right mike where are you at with number two um well this is the one this was one of my audibles just because like i like you all said like we had a, some common you know characters show up here uh, but absolutely, this is also a cheat too because it's technically three movies, but it's all telling one story. Uh, this is the Before Trilogy from Richard Linklater. 
Julie Delphi as Celine in these movies is one of my favorite like co-leads of a film. Her and Ethan Hawke. These movies are just her and Ethan Hawke walking around different European cities talking with one another and flirting. And it is it's really like really engaging and Julie Delpy just has this charm and uh this like absolute like loveliness but fierceness to her role that really works well. Um I don't think she sh- like she hasn't shown up in a lot of nerd stuff. You'll probably know her as being like Oh, she showed up for Black Widow's flashback in Age of Ultron. She was that one lady. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the most, like, big mainstream, like, a lot of people will know her for. But, like, I love her in these movies. And these movies are separated by a couple of ye- by a handful of years. So it's, like, young Julie and young Ethan. Then you get them from, like, the mid-2000s. And then just a couple of years ago when they're in their 40s. And so... I, I definitely recommend checking out these movies, but Julie I'm, Delpy is awesome in these what was films. Again? I haven't I was, seen any of them. Uh, the Before Trilogy. It's from Richard Linklater. I want to see that because I, I, I liked Boyhood, and I'm like, I'm going to dive more into Richard Linklater. This whole, like, we, we skip ahead in time, like, yeah. between the movies. Like, yeah, this was, like, the testing ground for Boyhood. And he was filming Boyhood while this was going on, too. <laughs> so, like... Yeah, I need, I need to uh, get more into uh, Richard Linklater's work because I haven't even seen Dave and Confused yet, so... I need to. I, need uh, to I mean, it's all right. Uh, like it's, it's it, it, it it does hold like a place as you know, like a, a this space and time <laughs> fucking kind of movie. But uh, I don't think you need to watch Days and Confused. It's not like one of those fucking movies where it's like, hey, I would make sure you watch this one before <laughs> anything else. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's good. You know, like I don't want to, I don't want to tear it down or anything. Like, but it's not like you know, it's like a coming of age fucking story like it's just it's just kind of that oh i have seen a few richard link letter movies beavis and Bayhead, do america i like the uh, scanner darkly is really good uh oh, just a, a little a little aside it's a uh, perla haney hardeen is the uh the girl in um the kill bill movies who plays the daughter bb um and she is a brazilian American actress, so she has been, you know, she was in Spider-Man 3 as some somebody. Okay. Um, That's probably how I know her. She's still in stuff, not like, you know, she had the, the child role and then was like, alright, I'm out. Obscurity, right. yeah. Like, oh. she's th- she works. Not that they couldn't recast her, but, you know, it would, I think it would be more impactful if it was the original actress. Yes, that would be cool. That would just be really fucking cool. Nice. Scott, what's your number two? I uh, tie for number two. Nice. Um, I guess I, I have number two and then an honorable mention because this was definitely on my top five sci-fi list. Uh, my number two is uh, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah. Well, Ooh, Jodie Foster. Scott, um, I your list more than my list. <laughs> let's watch some movies, Mac. Let's do it. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds fucking good. And my honorable mention is um, Arrival, but I know I put that on my top. Uh, Arrival five. was – that was another sneaky good one where it was yeah. like I, I didn't know where they were you – know, like it's like, oh, is it cut? Like, oh, it's the greatest movie since Contact. You know, it's like, okay. <laughs> I actually almost put Contact on the list, too. Contact is, was all right. I, I think the book is much better than the movie. Agreed. It, it's just, it was something I saw when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I'm a little more critical of it. it? Sure. I, but I think, I think Arrival is the better yeah. movie. Like, I, I would rather watch Arrival than Contact. Um, oh, but, uh, absolutely. Arrival um, is so good. Yeah. I remember seeing the trailer and thinking it was going to be like, 
way different than what it was. Yeah. Like I remember like going into the theater, I'm like, okay, like I'll check it out. And I left the theater like, wow, like that was not what I expected, but I'm glad it wasn't. Like it was so much it's, better. It's it's a movie that like deals in concepts. You know, mm-hmm. and, and it's like the concept of, of time passing by, you know, like changes for this <laughs> character. And you know, like it's weird how like or is this really cool feature uh, spoilers. You know, like her husband, her and her husband, fucking, he divorces her because she knew that they were gonna have this child who would get sick, and they she she knew the whole time that that she would go through all the emotions that come, you know, from losing mm-hmm. the child, but also experiencing the joy of of the child, and and you know, she still went ahead of it even though she knew what was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, Arrival was uh, just a really heady movie and very well acted. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, no, very good. Great honorable I, mention. I wish uh, I'd taken more than the movie you picked. I'm sorry. Yeah, see, I feel like again. I I feel like this should have just been on my list. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, dude. Fucking Jodie Foster kills it. Um, a bunch of great characters, a lot of good interactions. Um, yeah, Silence of the Lambs is the shit. Just a classic fucking serial killer movie. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love Silence. I just read the book not too long ago. Is um, it good? It's fine. It's uh, the book is it's one of those you know airplane mystery novels and that the movie elevated. So it's okay. like picking up a, a James Patterson book and then they're making like an extraordinary movie out of it. Okay, you know, Patterson because I read Patterson's books. I'm just well, comparing it to that. Like, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like, and it's, and it's rare also where the you know the the the, the adaptation takes it to a place where the you know like the the, the original the, the book never like really got you to like that's, the red that's dragon cool. book was better than the red dragon movie right say. really yeah i know that the the quality between the book and the movies kind of like goes back and forth where it's like sometimes even like especially in the case of hannibal like i think like half the movie is better than half the book but like the, the second half of the movie is better than the second half of the book but the first half of the book is better than the first half of the movie <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think red dragon's problem is like they're always trying to like tie it to you know it's, it's the same uh, constraint problem you were having with uh we were talking about earlier scott um mm-hmm. where it's like it's kind of they gotta hamstring it to this like silence of the lamb stuff and they lose a bit in that and not letting it be its own thing yeah, even though that's why I like the Hannibal, Hannibal show so much. Is well, Hannibal isn't they... in Red Dragon very much, even. Right. Yeah. But but even like, though he's not the... in it much, it still feels like he's in it too much for the story they're trying to tell. Yeah. Yeah, I never watched the Hannibal show, Jason. Um, again, something I heard was really good and just haven't gotten around to. It yeah, is it's... like the first couple seasons. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't hang on to it like for the for his entire run. But the first couple seasons, like even just visually. Are worth watching. Um, there's just they, a lot of go ahead. They make it their own thing too with the TV yeah. show, which I didn't yeah. think like was possible. Hannibal Lecter is so iconic, but in a lot of ways, I like the TV show's portrayal of Hannibal slightly better than the movies, just because he did more with you know he had more time, but you know it's a more of a solid performance across the board. Whereas Anthony Hopkins has like the one movie that's a solid performance, and then the rest of the performances are okay, like. I really like Mads Mikkelsen as Hannibal Lecter. Like, I think yes. that's possible. Absolutely. Well, well, the movies, you also see him at a point in his life where he's he's not trying to fit into society. He's not trying to hide himself, so he's less compelling, I think. Right. He's full on, like, well, everybody knows, so there's no reason to keep the facade up. But, yeah, I'm crazy, and I eat people. So, 
Russian. Yeah, but Jodie Foster's good too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I really like Jodie Foster's character. <laughs> just, uh, just saying, we kind of full circle. Bring her back. Got to bring it back around to yeah, female led. Uh, yeah, no, she, like she did a really, really good job as like you know this person who's learning and then like realizing that she's getting played. You know, like, like as a new player in the game, like she has to you know grow and figure out these things, and then like, obviously you know, like the reality of the situation yeah. sets in. Yeah. But when I read the book, um, Scott, Clarice's voice was Jodie Foster mm-hmm. the whole time I read the book. So, I mean, that's iconic. So. What are you talking about being able to relate to a character and the fact that she's like a, a newbie? Like, I love after she shoots Buffalo Bill, like, you know, very confident, boom, takes him down. But as she's reloading, her hands are shaking. Like, yeah. it's just crazy cool little details in there that are like, you know, just really sell the performance. Yeah. All right. Uh, number one is, uh, I mean, and, uh, you know, get ready, guys. Hold, hold on to your seats. It's going to shock you. Alien. Yep. Mine, too. <laughs> I mean, if I hadn't removed it, it's where I would be. Contention yep. <laughs> of. Uh, fucking, like, I wanted to put um, Star Wars in here because I feel like Ripley and Princess Leia are, like, like the same kind of, like, person. Um, just like, hey, you know, I'm doing what I gotta do, and like, let's go about getting it done. Uh, fucking alien, love this fucking flick. It's it's definitely uh, a a horror movie that like none of the other alien movies get to be. And you just see, like, I mean, Sigourney Weaver just fucking murders it in this movie. Uh, it's just, you know, the whole range, and, and she's just like a capable character, and I I just I. Dig it 100. Uh, percent I actually didn't see this movie when it came out. I saw it, you know, later on in my when I was in my 20s, and uh, I was just blown away, you know. And again, like this is after everything's, you know, like I've seen all the toys and all the you know craziness that came out, and uh, it still just you know took me to a whole other place. And I, you know, I, I definitely got to fucking put it on the list. Alien. Good choice. Good, good choice, dude. Yep. Mm-hmm. I could not put it on my list. It would have been on my list too had I not done the same thing Justin did. Like I was like, <laughs> I no alien, no um, no Terminator, no yeah. Terminator. Someone's gonna talk about it. I am, <laughs> and, as it should be talked about. I, I thought I did well list, enough with my other. My list is the I'm most. You did. You did. Out of any list. I'll give, give myself this one. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm gonna give Scott like the Scott's the winner for a league of their yeah, own. The, his, uh, yeah, yeah. This, uh, <laughs> for me. He nailed his list for sure. <laughs> I but uh, yeah, uh, Justin, what's your number? One? Uh, my number one was the help. I I laughed oh, for days yeah. about that chocolate pie. Oh my god! For, day, for, for so long, I, I still think about it. Like, man, that lady sure got served a, a good a good poo pie. Octavia yeah, Spencer <laughs> killed it. I oh man, and I don't know. It's full of ladies, right? So pick one if you want to, you know, to have a favorite. But it's a lot of fun. I laughed a lot during that movie, and uh, it was insightful as well. But yeah, the help. My list again is for rewatchability for me. Like this is a Jason list. Like if you watch this movie, you you know my taste in movies just by looking at this list. And like I said, I left sci-fi and stuff off for purposes that um, you guys have already found out. So my number one is a movie that I watch a lot. And sure, there's some problems now in 2022 with this film, but um, I I love it. And it's 16 Candles. It's my favorite John Hughes movie, 100. <laughs> percent Man. That's, that seems right. That seems. Yeah, that seems. I'm not shocked at all by that. Yeah. 
Like you get rid of Long Duck Dong, and that movie's great. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never seen Sixteen Candles. Hmm. Fair enough. If you've seen you any John Hughes movies, I turned that on once when I was babysitting. I'm like, it's PG. This movie will be great. There's nudity. There's fucking it a few times. Like, yep. It was from a different time. Yeah, yeah PG <laughs> meant a totally different thing when that yeah. movie came out. The eighties again. Back to what we were talking about earlier. We were talking about how Raiders was PG. Yeah, and then came, I think Temple of Doom was the first PG-13 one. It was why we got PG-13. Yeah, it's why we got PG-13, yeah. Huh. No, that's a solid choice. Yeah. I mean, definitely, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, Jace. It's definitely like a product of that particular time period, but in terms of some more universal aspects in the movie that perhaps we can relate to or find connection with, I think it works. I just like the character of Samantha. She yeah. She real. No, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's a really awesome character. Talk about Sex in the City? <laughs> hey, Sam- Samantha oh, in Sex man. in the City. Samantha in Sex in the City is the only good thing about Sex in the City, in my opinion. Well, well, there's a bag that looks like Paris in that movie. That is fantastic, um, right, Justin? That's right. That's right. They're like, they're like no black people in Sex in the City. Yeah, <laughs> I only, I only bring up the in New York City as someone New York City as someone who made it through fifty percent of and just like that, I can safely say. Yeah, they try to fix it, but it doesn't work. <laughs> uh, the reason I brought up the Paris looking bag is just when I have an interview with the creator coming up in a few weeks. Oh, right. well, for your consideration. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can't um, Mike's number one. I got another movie to write down, I'm sure. Uh, well, okay, my number one. Um, I'm going to lead up to my number one because, like I mentioned earlier, uh, I, had, I swapped out a couple because, yeah, we had some common characters. And also, honestly, there were a lot of ideas that came to mind for me that I'm just like, you know what? I want to let you all know about these movies regardless. So my runners-up or honorable mentions, uh, I definitely recommend you check out The Love Witch. Uh, it's a movie from 2016. It's trippy. It's a throwback type of movie. It's surreal, supernatural comedy type stuff, but it works. Uh, Fast Color is a really great... It's a superhero, but not a superhero movie. It stars, what's-her-name, uh, Gugu Mbatha-Ra from the Loki show as the lead. And it's okay. like X-Men, but not X-Men. Um, com- a couple of these I own. Uh, Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down. It's a great like early 90s film from uh, Victoria Abril, and she co-stars with baby-faced and psychotic Antonio Banderas. Uh, House okay. from 1977... Female Japanese students get caught in a haunted house, and it is, it's something else. It's a mind trip. Uh, Carnival of Souls. Carnival of Souls is great because the lead uh, actress has to act terrified and overwhelmed by mental and emotional tolls while corny organ music is playing. So, (laughs) and my number one, my number one is from a trilogy of movies, but it's the first one. It's called Blue. It's from Christoph Klislowski, and he did the Three Colors trilogy. It was blue, white, and red. Blue is about trauma, depression, and how you work your way back from it. And Juliette Binoche is in this, and she is something else. Like, a trauma, like, a, an, something happens very early on in the movie that sets up her whole character throughout the film, and she's just numb, cut off from everyone, distant, as I'm sure a lot of us would be if we experienced a similar loss. 
And it's all about how she slowly works her way back. There's a scene. She's walking past a stone kind of uh, fence or, you know, a stone kind of barrier. And Juliette Binoche, like, goes for it. Like, she runs her hand in a clenched fist along the stone barrier. And her knuckles are, like, scraped and bleeding and everything. Like, and she just goes for it. And it's because she can't feel anything. Because she's numbed up to the world. And it's it, it always stuck with me. And I'm just like, man... If more people watch this, like Juliet is amazing in it. So there. Yeah. And I'll write, that. I'll write that down too. One of my honorable <laughs> mentions was a Swedish film called The Lord. It's a take on. Have you seen it, Mike? It's a Criterion film. It's a take on The Little Mermaid. Only uh, no, I haven't. I haven't seen they, this. They cut off their tail and they get legs, but after a certain amount of time, they die. Huh. Lots of blood. It's it's a really good movie. What's... I highly recommend it. It's a Swedish musical, so. What's it called? What's the title again? The Lore. Lore. The Lore. L-U-R-E. L-U-R-E. Okay. Got it. And we know what Scott's number one is. Do we? Do we? Alien. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers, Jason. Goddamn. <laughs> I am going to throw up this Nicolas Cage clip for this new trailer. Uh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Um, honorable mention goes to uh, fucking... Oh, I just had it in my head. Oh. Uh, <laughs> And it's gone. We did just do his number one? Hide and seek. Uh, Here to help. Here. Oh, I missed it. Sorry. Yeah, no. what, what <laughs> the, the one where, where she gets married and then they, they try to kill her the whole time. Um, uh, and, and the family's like got to deal with the devil. Like, I, oh, um, yeah. Uh, is that hide and seek? No, it's not hide and seek. It's. Um, oh, my gosh. I know. It's, it's Samara Weaving is the, is the lead. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. Uh, Why am I blanking on this name? Because, <laughs> because it's from the people who did like Your Next and things like that. Yep. Me... Um, fucking ready or not? Ready or, ready not. or not? Yes, yep. that's right. That yes, was a lot of uh, fun. Better than I, like I, I, I. It was better than I thought it was going to be. I, I really like went to watch that movie because I had Movie Pass. Like <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting anything out of it, and it it grab me and yeah it's a really 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 fun ride and uh yeah it's, uh, it's yeah she's great really i thought it was mark i thought she was margot robbie at first when i right. saw the trailers i'm just like <laughs> oh no it's someone completely different <laughs> but she's good she's really really good if i oh. had spent more time on my list scream would have been on my my probably my number I five i was actually surprised scream yeah yeah i was also very surprised yeah that kind of surprised me franchises of all time <laughs> i didn't put it on the list but, um, too many, too many choices. It's like, yeah, a lot the of Strangers horror choices. Is another one that I really like. The Strangers is one of the few movies that scared me when I watched it the first time. Well, like Scott, you mentioned like a lot of horror choices. It's like that genre, especially like you know the idea of like the final girl or things like that. Absolutely, like it, it makes itself like very potential for a lot of female-led kind of stories because that's kind of the trope they go with a lot too. Yeah. Is, it's down to the last female here, so right. she'll end up being the lead. So, uh, yeah, no, sorry, I just to, I wanted to throw that out there. Honorable mentions. Uh, yeah, I just had a lot of fun with the fucking movie. Is there, is there, does anyone else have any other honorable mentions? I have, I have some honorable mentions, real yes. quick. Um, uh, Matilda, I liked. I oh, fucking hey, you and your honorable mentions better than mine. <laughs> God um, damn it. <laughs> You know, I actually didn't know that Danny DeVito was the director of that movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. She like, lived with him for during the movie, I believe. Yeah. Well, I thought it was. 
I don't know why I thought that was a Tim Burton film. I was like, no, it's a Danny DeVito movie. It feels like a... Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, could, it could easily be a Burton film. Um, and then uh, Edge of that Tomorrow. Edge, Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. Even though she, but that doesn't feel as much of like a... She's very Tom Cruise and, and, and I, I really feel like Edge of Tomorrow is only good while Tom Cruise is dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Scientology that brings and then, it, and then it fucking yeah. takes a drop. Like, oh. as, soon as, as soon as they stop killing Tom Cruise like every three or four minutes... It's it's just not like really as much fun. Honor- <laughs> Sorry, we're just now that we're just doing honorable mention ping pong here. Uh, Laura Palmer, Cheryl Lee from Twin Peaks, Firewalk with Me. Sure. Yeah, that's a good. One. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, yeah, everybody, you got some female-led movies to watch. I highly recommend most of these, um, unless you're not into my kind of movies, which I respect. It's fine. <laughs> you can just watch them because they're female-led, but they're all, all also... All they just happen to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're all excellent. Yes, they're all good. Like, it's just good movies you can watch. In case YouTube cens- censors the next two and a half minutes, I want to tell everybody to have a great day. If YouTube doesn't censor the next few minutes, we're still here and we'll say goodbye to you in a little bit. <laughs> Pre-recycle your droids. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to talk over this because it's Nick. What's the worry here, Nick? You've lost some of your talent as an actor? No. <laughs> All right, I got I got Lion's cage. Different direction. I love that Patrick All the trades. It was yeah. a tremendous <laughs> honor to be a part of storytelling and myth making. <laughs> <laughs> million bucks it's to attend a wealthy gentleman's birthday party i would never do that it's the easiest gig ever like what do we know about this guy anyway is he into something strange it's not like he's gonna want you to All right. or fuck his yeah, wife it's pedro and fuck his wife i wouldn't think so welcome to mallorca mr cage the guy that owns this house what's his name Come. is hobby gonna want me to uh play him come <laughs> <laughs> There we go. <laughs> what is your favorite movie? That's one of those questions that's impossible to answer. You can't just limit it to one. Imagine you, I do. See, I'm cool with this part. Yeah. This is supposed to be me. Oh, it's grotesque. I'll give you twenty thousand for it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, then it becomes like, then it becomes like really high concept, like. Let's do an action movie. Or at least that's what it looks like it'll do. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like Nick Cage. Nick Cage? I love you. Alright. You seen first too? I'm 44 years old. Why the fuck would I see through this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I'm down for this. I'm definitely gonna be It's gonna be dumb fun. Ruthless men. On the face of this planet, yeah. I need you to help the U.S. government. Let's kill this. Find a way to <laughs> Yeah, like they're recruiting him. Okay. No, 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 It's just like Ben Johnson, at least in that aspect. Yeah. Lie to me. Are those my golden guns? They're my golden guns. <laughs> You're the last person I want to kill. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I'm down for this. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. 
It's a movie you don't think too hard about. Just like, you show up, laugh a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I like that's that's almost as good as nope for a the, movie title. I, like I, I I'm like I mentioned with Scott earlier, I'm curious about it because I like everything up until it's like, oh by the way, we're gonna recruit you to you know, and then it goes for the the typical kind of like now we're going to get into the action side it's like i would have loved to just like hey i'm going to go to this island and hang out with this eccentric millionaire and he's just gonna fanboy over me like that that intrigues me more that yeah. as nick cage playing himself doing that than it would be like okay now let's put nick in the action comedy yeah i have a feeling the guy's gonna fanboy the whole time they're in the action comedy yeah i i, I just wish well, it was like they kind of gave away that moment too. i wish it would be i love you moment wasn't in the trailer mm-hmm. uh they did i feel like they gave away a little too much they should have gone either one way or the other with the movie or with mm-hmm. the trailer i want to say it's like hey you know like we're doing this movie it's all violent and it turns out to be this action movie that you never expected well it's like, like okay Oh no no no! If I go ahead, go fish. I sorry. I was just saying, like, a la Predator, where it's like, right. oh, okay, like we, we don't really kind of know what movie we're in. Oh, well, yeah. it's like it's like uh, if all of a sudden, being John Malkovich, someone went to you know being John Malkovich, and it suddenly became like, I don't know, John Air, John Wick, or something. You know, <laughs> yeah. like like that type of thing. Like the the more interesting aspect of him just playing himself and having to kind of be there for the enjoyment of this eccentric billionaire makes me more interested than. Okay, now we're gonna do action stuff too. I mean, so. I mean if they if, like if you know if they do it well, then like, yeah. You know, if they do well, if there's a good balance, then I'll be all for it. I like I said, I'm curious about it. Yeah, for sure. I I gotta see this movie. It, like, uh, yeah. I wish they had to give it away that I love you moment. That was that's really funny. Oh, <laughs> 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 are those are those my golden guns? They're my fucking golden, golden guns. Son <laughs> of a bitch. Um. But no, that that looks solid. I'm I'm down for that. I I you know, like I loved Nick Cage and Kickass. I thought uh, I thought that was like the perfect amount of Nick Cage. So we'll see, you know, like a whole movie of sort of like thisness. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But, eccentric. Uh, There's so many degrees of Cage. You know, I I I like Nicolas Cage movies generally, and I know that he was talking about. Uh, somebody asked him if him and Travolta would ever do a quarter face off face on one of them's dead in, in the universe but i mean no, it doesn't matter and can come back. <laughs> i mean he could just be wearing yeah. someone else's face you know? that is true maybe they so, just resurrect the face yeah yeah kept it on ice for years i'm excited i think this trailer did a good job of selling the general public on nicholas cage like mike and i and dan and I'm scott and justin and max we're all still in the uh the Nicolas Cage world, like we still know what he's putting out, and we know some of the great things hey, he's doing on video. But um, yeah, general public hasn't. Did seen you it. see it, Justin? Yeah, I thought it was great. I yeah, it. it's awesome. Everyone said it's good. I, I have not seen it yet. I want yeah. to. Which movie? Pig. Pig. Yeah, the one I, I think been... it's on HBO. Yeah, is it? I think okay. So. Oh, I haven't seen a Willy's Wonderland yet. I kind of want to see that. It's the one where he's like in a Chuck E. Cheese, right? It's like the five. Well, nights it's of uh, it's five nights at Freddy's, right? He's, yeah, he's kind of like that. Five nights at Freddy's, basically. Um, uh, HBO, I feel, has just been killing. They're it. killing. Yeah, no, honestly, their stuff. I need to get on there more. It's way ready. better than I thought it was going to be. Um, I, I just got done with series, uh, season one of um, Our Flag Means Death. Um, oh, is that is that good? It is so good. It looks <laughs> it, it looks funny. 
It is good. I didn't realize Taika Waititi was was in it, and then mm-hmm. like when his character comes in, it's just great. Uh, I love that guy. Um, I like Bryce Darby a lot too. So, also, Pig yes. is on Hulu. Sorry, I lied. DMZ's on HBO now, I think, right? Yeah, is any good to be watch that? I wanted to see it. Yeah, that. it's based off a Vertigo comic, right? It's a DC. Yes. And, uh, or yeah, DC. DC well, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know anything about it other than it was a comic. I didn't know if anyone read DMZ, so I just realized I, I read I read the first few. I, I didn't like get caught by it, but I have I have dabbled in it. <laughs> okay. I just saw the trailer for it last night, so... That right, is on HBO, though. I saw a trailer when I was yeah. looking at Pig. Starring Rosario Dawson. Yeah, Rosario is the lead. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I did and she also Dawson. plays your favorite character, Max. <laughs> we don't talk about that. We don't talk about Bruno, okay? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> now you get you reverse gaslit me because I hate that song. <laughs> I mean it's a good it's a good song, but I hear it all the fucking yeah. time. Oh my god, dude. Like I don't know what it is about the fucking Encanto music, but like it, it just eats its way into your brain and won't leave. I this is my like, wedding uh, day. Frozen, right? Yeah, just like Frozen. Yeah, it's, it's worse. It's worse than Frozen. It's worse can, than Frozen. Frozen yeah. is so forgettable to me, and I can like this music will not leave my head. I, I and Kanto was was only okay. Like it, it, it's it's not great. It's not terrible. But Jesus Christ, like uh, superstar. The, the the fucking the, the strong sister song. That one. The the, the yeah. pressure. Pressure. Yeah. It's stuck okay. in my head all the time. Surface <laughs> pressure. Yeah. Surface pressure. Yeah. Whew. Fucking a. And that chick's gonna be at the convention that we're going to. Hey. <laughs> For your consideration. No, they're probably not still listening. There's no way they're still so, listening. We told them on the beginning, I'm sure. <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. Drop out after 10 minutes. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Go. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, everybody, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Check us out. Follow us at Three Geeks Podcast. Uh, follow Mike at MikeMcGTV. Go to YouTube.com forward slash MikeMcGTV. And you can follow me and Max both at Three Geeks J and at Three Geeks uh, Max. So, uh, a lot of big things. Scott, Justin, I know Justin doesn't like to promote any social media. I tried to do that with him last time. He's like, Three Geeks Podcast, man. That's yeah, awesome. just do whatever you're doing, I'm doing. It's fine. You will not find me <laughs> anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Recycle your choice. See you, everybody. See you guys. Have a great day. Yep, bye. Peace. Peace. Peace.